0: Hello and welcome back to the Angry Pharmacist Podcast. I'm your host, the Angry Pharmacist, Dr. Krista Ello, and I am a diabetes health coach. Maybe that's why I'm so angry. Just kidding. I am also a clinical pharmacist, but I'm sure you know that by now, and a medication expert. And I'm angry because we don't use medications for what they're intended, and we don't treat diseases to the best of our ability. And that makes me angry because people are suffering and dying. And so I am an angry pharmacist, but you know what? I try to get the word out one episode at a time to give you a different spin, a different perspective on maybe things you can change to escape that that chronic disease trap. Of course, I focus on diabetes because diabetes is a whole body disease. And if we got that straightened out, we'd need a lot less meds and have a lot less problems. And that is what I try to do for people who want to do that. Speaking of which, if you do have diabetes, type 1, type 2, type 1.5, gestational, I don't care, you might want to go over and check out my website, drchristello.com. Check out my 30 day blood sugar reset. It is the program I created for people who don't want a ton of medications. They just want to do a little bit more natural things for the diabetes. Of course, for type 1 and, 1 and 1.5, some of that is going to involve insulin, but that's okay. You can reduce your insulin requirements with type 1, believe it or not. I've seen it happen, so it's very easy for me to believe. I know it's much more difficult for other people. But go check it out because if you have gone to your doctor and said, I have type 2 diabetes, how can I handle this naturally? You probably didn't get a good response, okay? But that is exactly what that program is. How do I handle type 2 diabetes naturally? Okay, so go check that out. And make sure you scroll all the way to the bottom because I might have hidden a coupon code in there somewhere just letting you know. Anyway, so today, today's episode is going to focus on exercise, okay? And I'm not going to give you a lecture about how you should do exercise. I'm going to give you a lecture on not doing exercise you hate because you're never going to do it, okay? You're never going to do it. And I was thinking about this the other day because I finally found an exercise I love doing, I look forward to doing it. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel stronger. It makes me feel awesome. It's not not necessarily easy by any stretch. It's called booty yoga, B-U-T-I yoga, by the way, just in case you're curious, because I know that's going to be a question. But it took me, I don't even know how old I am right now. It took me, what, 20 years to find an exercise I enjoyed doing. Now, before that, before that, it was hard. I was in transition. I was in transition, okay? So... You know, before that, I was a three-sport athlete in high school. And then I got to college and I played field hockey. I love field hockey. I love playing field hockey. I like holding a field hockey stick. I like walking out to a field and just standing there. I love everything about the game. I love how it feels. I love how, how, how even when I'm completely out of shape, I love how I feel after playing the game. It's amazing to me. It fills me up. I love this game. I want to teach people how to play this game. I, was, I would love to get a side gig doing a field hockey coaching job position. I would love to. And in those years when I was a coachable person, when I was on somebody else's team, I had to do a lot of exercises I didn't like in order to be prepared to play field hockey. But And it's much easier when you're on a team and your coach is like, do 20 deadlifts now. I'm like, all right, because I knew that was a means to an end to get me to play field hockey. And to play it well and to be strong and to dominate and to feel powerful and to be better than I was the practice before. You know, it's kind of easy when somebody's bossing you around and telling you to go for a 20 mile run up a mountain. That was fun, by the way. Because you do it because you want to play that game so much. All right? And, And a lot of college athletes feel that way. They love the game, they love everything about the game. But there's stuff they do outside the game they don't love. But they do it because they love the game so much. And not everybody has that experience. Not everybody was an athlete. I think that's why it's easier. It's easier to... It was easier to stay in shape because of that. Okay? But let me tell you. If you think it's easy to transition off of a team like that. And suddenly be able to take care of yourself. You're wrong. Okay? Because now you don't have coach yelling at you. You don't have coach throwing you in in the pool. And telling you to, to just, you know, wade in the water and not drown. That's hard to do. You don't have somebody pushing you. You only have yourself, your own, accountable for yourself. And suddenly you're out of this realm where it's like, alright, what do I do? You have a lot of experience with exercise. You could probably go to the gym and know exactly what to do. But the difference is you don't want to. Okay, so that's how it is kind of being an athlete. Alright, and by the way, for the people in the gym, some of them really, really enjoy that. They love l- weightlifting. They love pushing themselves that way. Uh, Okay? They love that. And that's amazing. And they do it because they love it. But not everybody loves it. Okay? So the people who go back to the gym over and over, they're there because they love that. If you don't love the gym, if you don't love all those weights, you're not going to do it. Okay? So it's really hard. Okay? It's really hard as adults, (laughs) as people transitioning out of being athletes and suddenly you're in adult land with kids and a spouse and a mortgage. All right? But it's even harder, I think, from what I've heard, to go from being somebody who's never exercised, okay, who, who has no experience as an athlete being on a team, to then go and find an exercise they love. Like, And that's, again, another reason why it's really kind of silly to prescribe exercise to somebody who's never exercised. Because what they're going to do is they're going to go walking. And walking's great. Listen, walking's great. But, but the, you have to challenge your body a lot more. There's going to be a lot more benefit from actually challenging your body more. I'm not saying walking isn't challenging. But, you know, you've got to go a lot further for a lot longer to actually really start to pressure your body into changing. You know that's true. That's just a thing. Okay. So if you've never been an athlete, now your doctor's like, listen, you've never exercised a day in your life. <laughs> not in any formal way, right? Not in any formal way. But now I need you to exercise because you you have diabetes. It's just like, yeah, okay, give me the drugs. (laughs) I think that's how I would feel. Like, I don't want the drugs, but now you're going to go make me... And, of course, the people, what do they think? Well, you want me to go running? You want me to go to the gym? You want me to take a jazzercise class? They still have those, by the way. You might think I'm aging myself. I'm not. They have them. It's coming back. Remember those, like, choreographed, like, routines? All right? Where, like, Denise Austin's, like... You know, yeah, they're coming back. So don't even pretend I'm out of touch here. They're coming. All right, the aerobics classes. All right, it is hard, okay? It's hard to do something you hate anyway, especially if you hate how you feel while you're doing it, especially if you feel awful. So there's a very good chance, a very good chance, by telling somebody to go exercise to help their diabetes, their chronic disease, their high sugars, to help their weight, that they're not going to be able to do that. In fact, the failure rate is spectacular. It is all the way up there. All right, it is much more rare for somebody who's never exercised before to start exercising. That's why those people who have gone from being 300, 400 pounds to exercising every day, that's why they make the news. Right? That's why they make the podcast interview. Okay? That's, why they're, that's why they're made famous. Because the more common thing to do is be like, you want me to exercise in order to get to the end product? And I hate it with all of my heart, and it's and it makes me feel terrible and actually a little bit demoralizing because I suck at it. And then then they stop, and you know what? I kind of don't blame you. All right, let me just let me just put that out there. I don't blame you. It is hard to do something new, and it's hard to do something new while people are watching, especially in the. I don't even go to the gym. Listen, okay, newsflash. I don't go to the gym. I want a gym membership, and I might go at some point just to check it out because it's free, you know, but I also have a lot more confidence than I did. Um, you know, believe it or not going, I, I know I was an athlete in college and you're in the gym all the time, but that's like your gym. It's like the athlete gym. You know, it's not like the gym in town. You know, you go to your gym, everybody knows you in there. Everybody knows why you're there. You know, it's like your gym, but then you go out into the world and it's like, okay, go to this gym. Nobody knows you. And everybody's judging your life. And that guy over there keeps asking him to spot you, even though you don't need a spot because you have hand weights that are like 10 pounds, that kind of thing. Okay. I don't go to the gym. I don't find it comfortable. Maybe someday I'll find a gym that's comfortable and I'll go there just to escape my children. I'm not even lying about that. But, but they're uncomfortable, right? That thing where you got to get in shape to go to the gym is a real thing. It's a real like psychological issue. Okay, so asking somebody who has diabetes and may be overweight to then start exercising and go to the gym to get rid of their diabetes when they've never done it a day in their life is crazy. The odds are are completely stacked against them and maybe against you if you're in this position. And I'm not saying you can't do it. I actually know for a fact that you can. But it's very, very difficult, especially when you feel like you're all on your own. Especially when you're going in there and you have no idea what you're doing. Or you have to get a trainer and the trainer kind of makes you feel stupid or that like 20 something, no offense, 20 somethings who go in there and they've been, they've lived in the gym for like five years trying to teach you how to do something. Right. And you kind of feel stupid or like those people who make fun of you because <laughs> you're at the gym and you're like overweight. It's like, why are you seriously? Why are you, why are you making fun of somebody who's at the gym? Who's overweight? Isn't that the point of the gym? Right, I I don't, it's, it's really set up and it's like a psychological brain warp to try to find an exercise you can stick to that you don't hate with all your guts. And that's why it's such a colossal failure. Okay, that's why Beachbody, by the way, does such amazing business. I mean, think about it. Every single product they have, they have an amazing infomercial about it. They have an amazing marketing team. They are kick ass at marketing. And during... You know, uh, during the pandemic, they're, you know, they had like a free 14, 14 day like session. Okay. The reason that they do so well is because people will chronically try their products. Okay. They're like, all right, let's do uh let's do uh dance fitness. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Let's do it. You do two, you do two of them. You hate it. It feels weird. You feel awful after you stop doing it. Oh, that wasn't my thing. What do you do? Then you go buy Brazilian butt lift. Which, by the way, is amazing. Okay, I would do those workouts seriously the rest of my life. But I, I hate watching the same workout over and over and over. So that's just me. Okay, then you go try Brazilian butt lift, right? And you're like, uh, this is awkward. Or that one chick is making a weird face every time. And I can't do, you know, like you you can't bring yourself to do it. If you think, oh, I got to go do Brazilian butt lift today. Then that's not your exercise. okay. And then you, what do you go, you go try insanity? Because that's a good idea if you've never exercised before. Okay? And the, again, the reason people get on their website who have, lo- who have lost all this weight is because they're the rare specimen that is stuck to it. And, and, and it's true. If you stick to it, you're going to lose weight and you're going to challenge your body and you're going to challenge it quickly. I'm not saying the exercises themselves are bad. I'm saying the psychology behind the exercise is why they make so much money. Okay, they know not every exercise program is for everybody, but they know that people are going to keep trying to lose weight with exercise and they're going to cycle through every single one of those programs. Okay, and the other thing I noticed is what every time they, they send you, okay, I'm sure you've noticed this. I, I have Beachbody stuff. Okay, I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Beachbody.com. You'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, I have Beachbody stuff, and every single program comes with a nutrition plan. Okay, and, and when you look at that nutrition plan, you know what it is? They, the, again, the marketing is amazing. The marketing's amazing. Okay, so they're selling you exercise. Okay, so the nutrition plan is like, oh, by the way, we're going to throw this nutrition plan in. Okay, but the focus is on the exercise. The entire infomercial is on the exercise. And if you do this particular exercise, you're going to be superwoman. You're going to be superman. You're going to be like superhuman. You're going to lose all this weight. And then they zoom in on everybody's butt and their abs to show you how amazing you're going to look. And honestly, you know, those people worked really hard to get in that shape. I'm not I'm not dissing that. It's just like, but they're showing you results that are not typical. Right? They're showing you results that it's going to take a long time for you to get if you stick to it. All right, and again, I don't mean to diss exercise. I think people who do insanity and they love it, that but that's their lane, that is their lane. All right, and I feel like, I feel like it makes people feel like there's something wrong with them when they can't complete that kind of exercise. And I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Exercise is hard, and if you hate a particular exercise, a particular exercise style. And you try to keep doing it for some reason, you're never going to succeed because you're always going to hate it. And eventually you're going to stop doing the thing you hate until there's, you know, another thing you hate more and then you're going to whatever. But exercise in particular, okay, exercise in particular is being sold as the cure-all, okay, and then we keep failing at these programs and it's because you hate the exercise they're teaching you, but then you still blame yourself instead of just realizing, okay, this particular exercise sucks, I got to find one that I love. But then again, getting back to the nutrition plan, they throw this nutrition plan in there. And if you pay attention to that nutrition plan, you know what that is? It is a super super low calorie plan. Super low calorie. So they're then they're marketing it as eat all this delicious food. And they it is. It's like really nice recipes, but the portion sizes I mean, they're not conducive to the calorie requirements of any kind of grown person with the muscle mass, okay, with the muscle mass that is being advertised in these commercials, okay? There is no way that the people with the muscle mass exercising in these videos is sustained on the calories that are in the nutrition plan at all. And then they'll say stuff like this. I know you've tried low carb, but we can't stay away from the food we love, right? They'll market it that way so you don't feel like, oh, yeah, you're right. I have tried low carb and I couldn't do it. It's like, well, if you exercise and then you stop eating entirely, basically, you're going to succeed. It's really what they're (laughs) doing. You know it's what they're doing, right? I I, I don't mean to laugh, but the marketing is so amazing that you kind of don't even know what's happening. All right. Really, they get they should they pay they pay their marketers well. They should because it's amazing marketing. All right, but they sneak that nutrition plan in there, okay? Uh, because they know they know just as you do. Now you should know by now that you can't out exercise bad nutrition. You can't. You might get stronger. Your muscles might get bigger, but you're never gonna get rid of that layer of fat um, and reduce and reduce uh, your body mass to what you want it to be. You're gonna get amazing benefits. We've talked about that. Exercise is for vitality. Exercise is for longevity. Exercise is to, you know, heal. Exercise is to stay young. But what's being marketed in, in some places like those is exercise is the only thing you need. Nutrition is an afterthought. And here's an exercise plan that'll that'll do amazing things for you. But by the way, once you start, <laughs> once you start, it's going to be so difficult that you're probably going to give up. But that's okay because I'll have one more program behind it for you to try right because clearly you haven't found the exercise you love but maybe some people don't try so my point is again the the health and fit, the fitness and, and diet industry it's it's so see-through to me now that it's re- almost hard to explain that it's just so see-through But all the plans are really low calorie and a ton of exercise, which by the way, if you exercise that hard, all of a sudden you're going to need, you're going to want a ton more calories, but the calorie plan is like ridiculous. So again, they're kind of setting you up for failure. All right. But, but stop, I mean, just stop for a second and pause, pause the infomercial. Look at the people in there. Look at the people who are there. They're usually young, healthy. They're almost chronic fitness, gym people. All right. Is that the right program for you? Do you love doing a hundred squats in a row? <laughs> I actually do because now I'm really good at them. But you know, are you going to enjoy that exercise? Are you going to go back for day two? Maybe. I hope you do. There is a little bit. There is a little bit of of resistance when it comes to exercise because you know it's going to be changing. You know it's going to hurt a little bit. Okay. But just because you did one of those plans on the infomercial and you hated it and you couldn't do it doesn't mean that you're not good at exercise. and doesn't mean you need to give up. It, you just not found the right exercise. You have not found the right exercise. Once you do and you find something that you actually enjoy, it, it doesn't really feel like exercise anymore. All right, I think people, again, people are framing exercise as that weight loss thing. That's all we go to, like a weight weight loss thing. It's that thing you do every day to lose weight instead of the thing that we, we use to stay young and healthy. And it's, it's difficult to unframe people from that. And that's why people don't try to do other things because they, they don't associate that in their mind with the weight loss thing they need to do because the weight loss is what's going to give them their life back, right? No, again, this is all just what you've been told. You've got to find something that you love to do. Swimming is great. Alright? Walking on the beach is great. You're always gonna do that. And I'm I'm just saying that because it's a gl- glorious sunny day. And it's easy for me to think of those things. Okay? Have you ever gone to the ice skating rink? There's there's ones year round around open around here. That's amazing exercise. I barely notice I'm even exercising until <laughs> until I come off the rink and the next day I wake up and I'm super sore. Okay? I'm going to keep harping on exercise because it's super super important, but I want to unframe your mind from it being a weight loss and encourage you to just find something that you love doing first and turn that in to your exercise. All right, I loved I like yoga because it's so good for the body. It lengthens things out, it strengthens things. It keeps it keeps the insides kind of kind of calm. Um, so you're you know you're moving your body so your insides are calm okay but at the same time it still was too slow for me, it still was not aggressive enough. It still wasn't, you know, hard enough. I know that sounds we- weird, but again, remember I was an athlete before. It's it wasn't hard enough for me yet. I like to sweat, and you know I don't like, you know. There's a lot of things out there that'll make you sweat to you to your dehydrated you know high intensity the hit programs programs like insanity you know there used to be boxing classes used to be the the thing boxing classes all over the place come box with us and that's a lot you know sp- spinning classes oh my god forget about it every spinning that's not my thing i hate spinning you get me in a spinning class okay listen you're not going to get me back then i hate spinning i hate being on a bike my butt goes numb i don't care how good it is for me i you'll never see me do it chronically i might go for a bike ride But even at the end of that, I'll be like, yep, my butt's numb. Okay? I just don't like it and I'm not going to do it. No matter how good it is for me, no matter how informative the infomercial is, if I don't like it, I'm not going to repeat. I'm not going to wash, rinse, and repeat. Okay? And it took me a really long time to figure out what type of exercise I like After the life of being an athlete and playing field hockey. By the way, I still will join field hockey leagues and use that as my exercise. Because I love field hockey. Do I love absolutely everything about it? Do I get exhausted and sore? Do I get hurt? Yes. Those aren't great things. But it's the entire essence of field hockey that I love. Alright, but I can't do that every day. But I can do booty yoga every day. For some reason, that is what resonates with me. Okay, I got all the benefits of yoga, but at the same time, and by the way, I'm not trying to like advertise for booty yoga. (laughs) It just happens to be the one thing I found that I actually, I actually finally have that exercise program that I can do every day. That I'm like, yes, I'm going to go down. I'm going to do my booty yoga. I'm going to be stronger when I'm done and actually feel that way. Not just tell myself that, actually feel that way and actually feel like I have accomplished something when I'm done. It takes a long time and lots of trial and error to figure that out. Okay. But I know one thing is for sure. I don't go, um, I don't buy into these infomercials anymore with the programs. Okay. If they're saying you're going to have so much fun, we're going to, we're going to do this dance remix and we're going to dance it up and you are just going to sweat and dance and it's going to be awesome. and You're going to lose weight. And I know for a fact I love dancing, but I don't like doing the dancing that they do in those videos, okay? <laughs> as soon as somebody starts, like, almost twerking it out, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I don't like that type of dance, right? But I love dancing, okay? But I know as an exercise that's not my lane. That's not where I want to be, and I'm not going to feel bad about it, you know? So pay attention to what they're actually doing. You know, if there's a, is there a video where they're doing this exercise, and is it kickboxing, do you enjoy kickboxing? Okay, then you're not gonna, you're not gonna re- wash, rinse, repeat. You see, you're not gonna keep doing that. Okay, there was other programs out there that are really, really beneficial for people that I actually recommended. There's DDP Yoga, that was awesome. It's for people who really have poor, um, poor movement, it just gives them a place to start. That's a good one to check out. But again, I don't like doing it, so I never do it. I don't enjoy doing it, I don't enjoy the workouts. Okay, it's just not isometric isolation. That's not how I like to do it. Okay, so I'm never going to do it. Even if I think it's great. Okay, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Don't do an exercise program that just because it's good for you. Okay, if you can get through once or twice. You know, because you're never... You're going to stop doing it. I know that that's, that's crazy. It sounds a little crazy actually even coming out of my mouth. but But human behavior is just... It is what it is. If you... If you go to, if you keep going to a class, say you have a gym membership and you keep going to this one class hoping at some point you're going to really enjoy doing it, okay? And you keep going and you don't enjoy it yet, you're probably never going to enjoy it. So pick something else. I feel like people go and go and go because they feel like once I get really good, I'm going to enjoy it. And that's just not how things work. Okay, the same thing with people, by the way, if you keep hanging out with people, because there's going to be a point where it's like, yes, I know eventually I'm going to like this person. But every time you see them, you can't stand them. Listen, there's not going to come a point when you when you like them. And that's okay, we can't like everybody, just, ex- just accept it and move on. Stop forcing the issue. And I feel like we force the issue of exercise, we force ourselves to go and do stuff we hate doing. And we feel terrible doing it. And we're grumbling on the insides each time we're doing it. And I encourage you, To to exercise, But do an exercise you love doing. And to do that, you have to try a whole bunch of stuff first. You have to see what's out there. That's for sure. But start with what you love. Do you love going for walks? You can definitely change up your walk to actually get strength training while you're doing it. Okay. Do you already love running? You probably need some strength training in there. So what else can you do that helps strengthen running? Okay. That actually, you know, that contributes to your run. I know, I know I for sure when I was doing a lot of running. Again, because I want to stay in shape for field hockey. <laughs> that's it. You know, I would do stretches specifically for runners to not get injured. Okay, so that's a complimentary exercise. All right? But don't, I'm so sick of the cycle where you see something on TV, you see a program, an exercise program, and the exercise program is the answer to your prayers for weight loss. Okay, and they tell you to, you're going to do all these exercises, it's going to be amazing and you're going to have a perfect body. But then you try it and you hate it. You hate the movement. You hate the music. You hate the routine. You hate, you hate everything about it. But you feel like you have to keep going because they promised you all these results. You're not going to keep going because you're going to eventually hate it because you already do hate it. Your body is not designed to continue doing things that you hate. Okay? So get out there and exercise. But just start with something that you love. By the way, if you love housework, strap on some from wrist, wrist weights and anchor weights, and there, there you go. That's your start. Some people love housework; they love it. It's fulfilling, um, it's enjoyable. Some people love laundry. Okay, put on some weights while you're doing that. But start with something you love. Don't ever feel bad that everybody else seems to love a certain program and you think it sucks. I'm like, I like. Let me tell you, I'll be the first person to tell you that you know everybody loves those spin classes. No, you won't even get me in the door. Not a chance. I don't like them. I never like them. Okay. But finally, I found something that I can do and feel like, yes, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to feel stronger today. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be like the 80 year old doing handstands in the gym, making everybody feel bad. This is the routine I can do for the rest of my life to get me there. Okay. So I encourage you to do the same and I encourage you to not feel bad if you don't like an exercise. Okay. That's just one more way you're not going to get your exercise in. Okay, don't think for a second you're going to keep doing it, especially if you hate it, okay? Speaking of exercise, actually, wow, I talked a long time today. Um, <laughs> my my 30-Day Blood Sugar Reset Challenge actually does have exercises in it, but they're so, so simple. Um, they're so easy. Um that you don't even realize your are exercises because I take daily movements you already do throughout the day and just make you focus on them okay for like eight minutes a day all right just if you're wondering I know people saw my 30-day blood sugar reset yes there's movement in there but I focus on the nutrition and the movement is an afterthought instead of movement being the main thing and nutrition being an afterthought because I know you can't escape bad food habits just by exercising all right All right, I'm going to close it there for the day. I hope that made sense to you. I hope whoever needed to hear this is hearing it. And uh, I know you guys are going to go check out booty yoga. (laughs) Anyway, don't forget to get my freebies at drcristello.com. And I will see you next time.